Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. And here we are back again, episode nine, Carl. The last of the single digits before we go double digit. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Our our little child is growing. It's it, growing up. It is. Is it a child or is it a monster? We have not yet decided. Well, it, if you read our feedback, uh, it could be either way, really. Yeah. Yeah. We've 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 had some Nice compliments. Absolutely. We've only had one comment that we apparently left something out when we praise International Day of the Woman, uh, but I did find out that coming up, we will have Single Mother's Day will be coming up, and we will pay attention to that. Absolutely, as, as which would be right for us to do. Absolutely. We recognize a lot of things, and we actually have a special anniversary today right here in the city of Tonawanda. Yes, happy birthday. I won't sing uh, the entire verse, but happy birthday to the city of Tonawanda, Frank. It is how many years old now? 119 years young. 119. That brings us back to uh, 1903. 1903, your math 1903, is pretty good. Yeah, yes. Yeah, We got recognized in 1904 by a famous author. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I'm going to say famous author back in the day, uh, Samuel Clemens. Samuel Clemens, indeed. Mark Twain... Oh. First published, The Diary of Adam and Eve. And, of course, the city of Tonawanda became famous at that point in time because, per his short story, which later on became a musical called The Apple Tree, mm. yes. uh, the city of Tonawanda was apparently where Adam and Eve moved to after they got booted from the Garden of Eden. Well, is that... It had to be a, a, a real act of fiction for that to happen. Well, you know, I don't know. I think maybe, you know, we. I look at it in the positive. I'm that glass half full type guy. Uh-huh. This was the closest they could get to Eden without being there. Well, that's that's entirely possible. What Where would be Eden if it's not Tonawanda? I, I ask you, I challenge you to come up with a Eden and I'm not speaking oh. of Eden, New York, down there, and you know where they grow the you know tomatoes and cherries and uh, apples and pumpkins in the fall. But well, they didn't have they didn't have cars or the metro, so it had no. a walking distance. I'm thinking. Yes. So I mean, there's there's some folks that reflect and say he might be calling Niagara Falls the Garden of Eden. Uh, the alternative would be Any Buffalo. You know uh, the uh, and recorded. Niagara Falls, of course. Well, you know what's what's kind of funny is, but, of course, but our 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 Native Americans were here first. They were, as a matter of fact, many, many, many. Tonawanda and Niagara and all these things mean different things we, in in yes. the uh, the language of the folks that were here. You know what? It's kind of interesting, though. We just we did get recognized for some of our flora and fauna here in the city of Tonawanda. Yourself and I? Or, no, well, the city. Well, this city. The, the city. city itself. Oh. We, we had this recognition, and you have this this lovely letter from the Arbor Day Foundation. Yes, the Arbor Day Foundation, which is celebrating 50 years, uh, according to their letterhead here, uh, has recognized the city of Tonawanda 
as being Tree City USA. We are we are one of three thousand group. Yes, of uh, three thousand six hundred Tree City USA. So if you could imagine Tree City USA is being spread all over this beautiful land of ours, and what they can bind. Population of 155 million out of the 308, 10 million that we currently have here. Uh, the Arbor Day Foundation, uh, they recognize us and they're proud to partner with the United States Forest Service and the National Association of State Foresters to maintain this community. So we have been recognized as Tree City USA uh, due to our forward thinking and eager use of generous tree plantings of different varieties of trees. Uh, we don't uh, just chop down trees because they happen to be, you know, a, a nuisance. They have right. to be. And now the Forestry Service, they're receiving materials and awards, and because of this, we're going to be receiving things. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, more plantings and so on, but it's, it's actually really, really cool. It is. Arbor, Arbor Day is a big deal, and the trees are, this is to quote them, uh, tree City USA communities benefit from the positive effects that an urban tree canopy has year after year. Trees are planted and cared for by the city of Tonawanda, ensure that generations to come will enjoy a better quality of life. Additionally, participation in this program helps cultivate a sense of stewardship and pride for the trees and the community and the plants that we care for. So congratulations to all involved. Um, I know this was probably recognized uh, last year uh, right. when uh, Mayor Rick Davis applied for it and uh, we received this on uh, March 23rd today this came in the mail and it was entered into the city he did, record he did he did quite a bit of work along with with others in the city departments and, and did tree plantings and yes and got a hold of other trees so this is uh, hats off to to that administration and the folks involved and great job this, this is an awesome recognition great job. Now we we have a lot of parkland. We have you know our, our waterfront and parks all over the place. And summer's coming up, and there's going to be a need for people. And of course, so the the Parks and Recreation Department is uh, going to be hiring their yes. summer help, and they need you know tree cutters and other things going on. Um, and you know you just need to contact them to get the information on that for those summer jobs programs. Just go right to the city website and it's uh, one word tonawandacity.com and there should be information there as far as the laborers that they need. Uh, they need some uh, lifeguards of course and some uh, some other help around the parks and recreation areas. That's so. a nice job. Open air, pay, it's, it's kind of cool. You know what, uh, this great group again, we've talked about them, we're trying to get them on it, and that is the uh, City of Tonawanda Neighbors United. They have their annual Parks and Trails New York Canal Clean Sweep uh, coming up again this year. It's going to be April 23rd, and you don't have to sign up anywhere, just show up at the corner of Main Street and Young Street here in the City of Tonawanda. They're going to have the garbage bags, the gloves, snacks, and again, you don't need to sign up to volunteer, and you don't have to choose how long you, you need to stay, so just stop on down. Again, that's going to be on April 23rd at 10 a.m. Just meet up the corners of Main Street and Young Street there, and uh, right right there at the beginning of uh, Canal Street. Right, right and Canal uh, Street, perfect place to start. Yeah, they're going to start there, and they do that every year. They get a great turnout, 
and they pick up a lot of stuff that leave, people leave cast around. You know, there's a lot of other things that happen today in history. You know, I'm a history buff and a food buff, so I love historic food and food that makes history. And the, the anniversary of the discovery of bologna? No, oh, no, oh, my okay. birthday is not not yet, so the <laughs> not uh, yet. discovery of bologna is not there. No, this is National Near Miss Day. Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess, well, there's a lot of near misses, so it was about time that they stood up and be recognized. Uh, for our weathermen, who are right at least... 5% uh, of the time? Some, some portion of the time. It is World Meteorological Day. Really? Yes. Uh, it's also National Puppy Day. We all like puppies. Yes. We do. Well, we, well, you and I do, but we can't say everybody loves puppies. Well, you know, uh, puppies, but, you know, I'm sure there's a National Cat Day, a National Hamster Day. Uh, this is the day in history when Lewis and Clark stopped moving west and started coming back east with all their findings. How far did they get? Uh, all the way to the place where they stopped, and then they turned, turned around, around and came back, yeah. They probably didn't have enough gas in, in the truck to make it back, so they figured, oh, halfway, we'll go back. Who's, who can you name in history that was just a bombshell back in the day and, and kept themselves in film all the way up till just about 2011? Sylvester Stallone. No, no, no you're close. Uh, Same brunette hair. Oh, but no, Joan, Joan Crawford's birthday is today. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Oh, that was um, that. Uh, was was she the one that the movie Mommy Dearest was uh, made about? I believe you are correct, sir. Uh, I, I remember it wow. vaguely. They made us watch it in eighth grade uh, several times, and it was an English class. I was kind of confused about the whole thing. Well, what does Patrick Henry know for his famous words? Um. Get off of my ship. Uh, you're close. Close. Today he gave the famous speech, which included the phrase, give me liberty or give me death. I would have requested French fries instead of death, but, you know, it's close. President Reagan, he announced the Star Wars program on this day in history. Well, wait a minute. Didn't uh, Lucasfilms have something to do with Star Wars? Well, you know... Reagan was in films before he was oh, president. Okay. Star Wars was, you know, so it all kind of comes together. Uh, but you know hmm. what? We, we're setting history today. We are. We are. We are now not just on Podbean, and they're a wonderful app. We love them. Yes. We are now on Spotify. What? Yes, yes, we are coming up. Uh, Google is going through approval. Amazon is going through approval. Pandora is going through approval. Apple still has us in a holding pattern. I see. They are more like an airport, and uh, so we keep on circling. circling. And uh, well, I'm I'm sure they'll come around to us uh, very very shortly. I, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. But lots of other good stuff going on. We we have we have uh, some you know some some uh, new news. Uh, we have the new news. I used to say new that to my kids. Got new 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 news. Oh, not not the same. We have uh, the meat raffle. Meat raffle. Yes. And that's going to be uh, for benefiting the Tonawanda Gateway Lions Club. And it's going to be at Gretwick Fire Hall. And that's at 110 Ward Road. And the doors will open at 6 o'clock. And, of course, you know, if it's benefiting the Gateway uh, Lions Club, it, it's, it's got to be a great event. Those folks do a wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, it's going to be a $10 entry. And I'll give you a phone number to reserve your table because I would imagine it's going to be 
full. It's going to be pecked. It's, now, it's, it's going to be pecked. Is it an entry fee or an entree fee? Entry. Entry. Okay. Ten, ten so bucks not necessarily to get an entree. No. But no, you can you can win an entree. I, I suppose if you win a nice roast, you could use it as an entree. I'm not even going to ask if they're doing bacon because no. I keep on getting let down. I'm don't not even going to ask. It, I don't. I'm know. just not going to ask. You know what? I'll just keep it at a no. That way, if you go and they have it, you'll be delighted. I feel bacon has been marginalized in today's society. It's and good. yeah, I just you know I keep it on the margins of my plate, but society has just marginalized it entirely. What, what do they have against bacon? Uh, cost. Well, uh, bacon is like Canada's national meat. Uh, do we have a national meat? It's a different. Do we have a national meat? We should. If we don't, New York has like a state meat, the New York strip steak. I would imagine. Yes, and everybody loves that. Okay. They want to have a few of those at this meat raffle. I bet you they do, but. I want to give you the phone number so you can call ahead and reserve your table. I'm ready. I got my pen in hand. Is it a sharp pen? Uh, I just did put it in the pencil sharpener. It's leaking ink onto my hand for oh, some reason, right, though, well. but I'll, I'll get it on there. 716 616-692-2038. Once again, that's the meat raffle benefiting the Gateway Lions Club, 110 Ward Road at the Gretwick Fire Hall. Now, we have other things coming up. April 1st is not just April Fool's Day. What is it? Well, April 1st is going to be on-street parking returns to the city of Honolulu. Oh, my goodness. You know, and that's a relief to a lot of the folks who have to share a driveway, who don't have a driveway. Uh, and they have to park around the corner and try and uh, talk to some neighbors and friends to doing shared driveways. But they're probably not going to have to have the uh, musical cars anymore. If you're the first one in and you've got to get out for uh, some emergency that uh, you'll be able to go out. And I know people always talk about it as, you know, it's not going to snow. We're not going to have, you know, any snow plows that need to remove like five, six, ten inches of snow. Uh, but there is a, a reason for it. And that's why they keep it in place here. Uh, I know that we have a lot of receivers in the street that receive rainwater and such. Oh, yes. And they, they don't want them clogged up. And it gives a nice appearance to the streets after the street cleaner has a few swipes at it. You that, know, that was a sign of spring. I woke up this morning to the sound of the street cleaner coming around the bed. I was like, oh, wow. Now, with that parking, folks, remember... No boats, no trailers, and none of the giant RVs parked there for the summer as the extra cabin. Um, I always pull my, my cars in the driveway on garbage night just so that they have room because between traffic going to and fro, great and the guys with a truck and the killdozer coming through, you know, those, those guys have to squeeze down some pretty narrow streets anyways, but I think that would be a courtesy. Just garbage night, just make sure your cars are... You're a good citizen. I, 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 those guys work hard. And they do. You know, they I would just say, I mean, they are literally the reason why our streets are not uh, funky uh, <laughs> in, in many ways. So True. I give them. I give them yes, they do. A, they do a great job. And whatever you do put out there, it's gone. Now our senior center continues <sighs> to amaze. It really does. They they, I mean, they add. They've added. I'm just going to guess. They added. 30-some, 32, 5? It is 36. I was close. I, were I, close. Just, I glanced at the new members in their uh, great newsletter that they put out, 
And uh, hats off to Kelly and the folks over at the the Senior Center. Thirty-six uh, new, members new members in a month. In a month, and it's but just and, and again, uh, Kelly and Mandy working working like crazy, making sure that that comes together. They do a lot, um, and as well as all the senior volunteers that are there, because there's a senior volunteer group that's in there. I know on uh, March 29th they have their next Euchre and Bagels Mingle. That's going to be at. Uh, Let's see, from, well, I guess it's in the morning. I know they've got uh, our own Mayor John White is going to be there on April 25th. April 25th, yeah. John John White's going to be doing a meet and greet at 4 p.m. And it's just not just meeting and greeting, it's meet and greet. Right. It's a dinner. It's a dinner bingo and dinner from 4 to 5, it looks like. That is another great thing that's going on. But, they, I mean, they have stuff going on. I was looking at their, their travel club. They had that posted on the outside. I stopped by yesterday, and I looked at their big uh, senior center events thing. They have that posted outside, so open or closed. You can see the events that are coming up, uh, contact numbers, and so forth. And the big one for the senior center, area code 716-692-7029. They made an announcement in that bulletin that the New York State guidelines on uh, COVID and disease prevention has announced that masks are no longer required regardless of vaccine status, but if you are ill or feel like you're coming ill or have been exposed to somebody that was ill, the courtesy is to just you know stay home and be safe. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's all. That's common sense, folks, and I and I and I believe that most people will abide by those guidelines and, and help them out. Uh, how about some new additions to the uh, center's calendar? Rather than go over the 500 events that go on at the senior center every month, they've added uh, some a couple games. Um, they've added a writing group. Uh, which is on Tuesday uh, the 19th, April 19th from 1 to 2. If you have a desire to learn how to write, there is a class. It's not really a class, they call it, but uh, if you want to you know, write down some ideas and put it into poetry or musical lyrics, uh, maybe write a short story, there's some folks there to help you out. Uh, bocce club meeting, because we know our bocce court over here is uh, going to be restored pretty quick, and their first meeting is going to be April 20th. And Jim Connors is going to be there to answer any questions. Uh, the Bicycle Club meeting is going to be Thursday, April 28th at 11 a.m. And they have a, a slow uh, little pedal around the city. Uh, it's usually between uh, 8 and 10 uh, miles per hour, and they ride uh, between 5 and 10 miles per trip. And it's a very, it's like a slow roll Tonawanda. Yeah. I saw a bike group going through here the other night. And, mm -hmm. and again, we're, we're right here at the uh, the training center, right on the uh, Clinton Park gazebo here. Lovely view past all these nice plants outside. And there was this group of folks that went by. There had to be 60 or 70 of them in the yellow jackets in the evening and just a casual bike ride. Not a race. The street. No, just, no, just, just not a race. Just well done. lit, well, you know, bright clothing. Everybody had lights on their wheels and everything. It's actually rather rather neat right there at dusk. Now, they're not the only thing on Main Street, though they've got a lot going on. They do. We have been recognized uh, by one of the writers in the Niagara Gazette for a section of our city, and it's, it's actually really cool. Nancy Parisi um, wrote in the uh, family fun and food, drink shopping in Buffalo, uh, 
part of the um, Buffalo Niagara, Visit Buffalo Niagara um, paper. And uh, she's recognized an entire block in the city of Tonawanda. They call it the retro block, the city of Tonawanda. And everybody who's been in the city of Tonawanda for probably more than uh, a day and has gone down Main Street have noticed our great little uh, business section of Tonawanda. And that includes the stores of Cats Like Us, Sweetheart Pinup Photography Studio, Atomic Barbershop and Salon, The Mulberry Tree, Twin City Deli, that's for you foodies out there. Oh, oh, I'm a big foodie, you know this. Hello Sweets, which has candies and sweet treats from all, all over the world. I, I was in there and I, I saw that they had Coffee Crisp. Uh, little oh coffee. my goodness. Yeah, I haven't seen those in a long time. Uh, Neko Wafers, which I, I thought they went out of business. Well, maybe they, they did, those. and they've, they've managed to harvest some from, you know, the, the, the tombs of Egypt or something. Uh, NACO's been around for a long time, let's yes. face it. Now the, you, Black, you, Sheep, Black Sheep Market and Oddities, and of course, uh, Timeless Babes uh, is on that retro block. Now, you, you also had a picture that was up there from the Twin City Deli of what I can only refer to as what I would call a Dagwood sandwich. It's, it's, it's huge. It's you know, you, you create your own sandwich, which is, well, that's... They do. <laughs> for me, that's pretty easy. They, Listen, they everything have. you got, put it between bread. Right. Uh, they even pinned it with the little uh, olive periscope. That's why I call it the Dagwood, because if you ever saw the Blindy cartoons, yes. that Dagwood sandwich, this huge thing with everything, and always had the olive, olive on top. Olive on top. The Flintstones did that as well. They got the submarine sandwich. Like, there's your periscope. But... Uh, my goodness, so we really have a downtown. Yes. We really it's, do. It's, it, it seems to be flourishing, and they are, they are in popular demand. Because when you pull up downtown, uh, don't forget Munchies. You know, they're, they're open down there. Uh, the Laundromat Stone Place. We have uh, just so many just, things. Just, that, just before you enter that, you've got Donut Craze coming in there. They're there. And Colossal. I, uh, I had uh, lunch yesterday uh, with, with a friend over there at uh, Mooney's, and I had that giant there at the end lobster of the mac and cheese. And I ordered the half order, and I'm a big fella, and I just squeezed that in. And I worked off a few calories walking up and down through the new Canal Street. And uh, you and I were at Joey's the other night celebrating the uh, Delaware Hose Company's uh, anniversary. Yes. And I uh, had quite the buffet there. So between, I mean, food, entertainment, and shopping... It's great. This this is something that's been revitalized over over years, and uh, I don't think there's much vacancy up there. I know the uh, CBD shop is expanding as well. Um, looking forward to somebody getting into the uh, former McD's. That's all I can say because it's trademarked. The former McD's place there is up for. Uh, lease and I would love to see another food joint going there. I'm I'm sure that won't last long as far as being vacant and available. That's for sure. What a great location it yeah. is too. So speaking of great locations, um, I had the pleasure Monday of going through a very detailed fun tour of the Milton Cat facility. How was that? That's a great looking place. If if you would only imagine high tech meets extremely high tech, it's Wonderful. They have so many built-in features as far as like recycling. Uh, they recycle the air in the building, the warm air in the building, 
to uh, start the process of warming the water for their wash bay. So they're not just having cold water being pumped onto a high pressure, you know, power wash. You know, the equipment when it comes in, it's dirty. And then they capture all the dirt and the silt in a, in a, like a retention pond, internal. This is inside the building. Internal, they have a retention pond where all the silt and dirt gets gathered up and collected, and then they put it aside, it's dried, and then they scoop it up, put it in the barrels, and then off it goes to a, a recycling center. That is fantastic. Absolutely. So it's, it's a green tech facility. Yes, and then they, when the doors open up and it's below a certain temperature, uh, they have uh, air curtains that blow hot air, and that keeps the the buffer of the cold air coming into the building, so it's not being you know high heat uh, that they're losing a lot of BTUs and high cost temperature wise. And then the service bay and parts of the building, the service uh, center. Is has radiant heat in it, so the heat comes up from the bottom through the concrete ah. floors. So that's very, uh, very energy efficient as as well. Uh, they have a gigantic parts department where they have thousands and thousands of parts that are housed in these tall towers, and they're all like robotic trays. And the technician will type in a part number, and the tray is lowered down. It comes out, pops out, and the and the part is right there for them. And they already know that their inventory goes down one or two parts, whatever the uh, technician fantastic. takes out. Yeah, it is. It, it is. And when you walk into the front of the building, uh, they have large, large murals of the city of Buffalo and area, western New York, uh, up above there where they have their, you know, cat-powered uh, equipment, built equipment there. Uh, it's wonderful. That's amazing. Now, um, of course, there's other... Everything is everything is sold, as we said in the last episode. All the land has been purchased. What are some of the companies that, what are they going to be doing that are coming in? Do we, we have a we small know? manufacturing company. There's another company that's going to be doing a light manufacturing, uh, like an incubator status mm -hmm. there. Uh, there's a few companies that have, uh, they, haven't, they haven't closed yet. We're waiting for uh, City of Tonawana Legal Department to... Uh, Finalize that along with Pyramid Brokerage uh, to finalize those. So, and as we mentioned, the NFTA bus goes right by there. That's really going to become another employment hub. We Spalding Fiber, of course, came in and then phased out, and there was a lot of displaced workers. But now this this is becoming a multi-owner, multi-company, literally a, an employment hub back on that same property, utilizing it again and and bringing. Great employment right here back to the city of Tonawana, which is fantastic. So many communities are suffering, but you know, between us, between the new factories, the green factories, the the green trees, the Main Street, and everything, uh, just th this this is a great great time and a great generation to be in the city of Tonawana. And many hands had their work in that, many administrations, and uh, it's it's very enjoyable. I, you know, I I really hate that you know so many people have. I hate's a strong word, but I'll, I'll use it in this case. Where it seems everybody recognizes each other by parties, and we've gotten to the point in the city of Tonawana where it's it's now we're being recognized by as as citizens, and we're not focused on on the parties so much. And uh, the communities have been coming together more. These these groups have been coming together. Um, you know, we have everything from you know little pantries and baseball teams to cleanup groups, and uh, we actually have the announcement from those city of Tonawana neighbors united and the Historical Home Tour Committee. 
It's looking to add a few members and volunteers for their annual event. And this is where they do. They, they do that walk and, and talk for the historic homes here in the city of Tonawanda. They did announce the date. It's going to be August 20th of this year. And it's going to be tours of some of the beautiful homes in the city of Tonawanda. And they are packed with tons of information on, on the amazing history on a lot of these things. Um, there's going to be a Dingus Day Parade. And uh, we got plant swaps and all these other things that are going on. We'll talk about it in future episodes. But again, uh, those folks are going to be coming on. Hopefully pretty soon. We're trying to make uh, connections and dates and reservations and so forth. So, Carl, what else do you have? Uh, well, set your calendars. Uh, set the date on your calendars. Mark the, mark your calendars. However you want to. Get your bingo markers out. Mark your calendars because you're, you're going to want to be at the band shell at, at, at Clinton Park. Uh, the Buffalo Philharmonic Orchestra is going to be playing July 17th. Now, is that at the... Band shell or is that at Clinton Park Gazebo? The band shell. Band shell. And Clinton Park this year. And Clinton Park. So yep. they've got two appearances this two, year, which is amazing. Two dates. And again, the parks and rec for putting this stuff together is awesome. It is. It, 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 it's going to be wonderful. And uh, our assemblyman, uh, Conrad, confirmed it that they will be uh, at the band shell on July 4th. That's Perfect. So we'll have them twice this year. That's perfect. Right here, right here, Clinton Park. Okay, and that is uh, July seventeenth and July fourth. That's awesome. So it's it's an honor to have the Buffalo Philharmonic. Just consider, hey, we're, we'll we'll play at your. I might have a couple of friends that are, you know, in the fill. I I might be able to get uh, some premiere free seats up front in this free show. I don't know. I'm premier try free seats in the yeah, free show. So I'm going to use my connections to see what 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 the best seat is. I think it's just grass and a blanket. Um, most likely, most likely, but yeah. I, I did attend one concert a few years ago. It was like a, uh, I believe it was like a like a big band era kind of tribute. I was there for that. It was and wonderful. We started out probably maybe in the third row. And within 15 minutes of showtime, we were in the 30th row. Yeah, they just pack right in. People just move in front of you. They move in front, they move in front, they move. And then it's it's like uh, Art Park. You could be right along that little fence line at Art Park, and there will be people right in front of you. Now, was it because they just didn't want to be behind you? Was no, there something going on? Did nothing. you have the barbecue grill out? No, no. Perhaps you were doing some, you know, some foods. People did a you know, grilling pierogies. I know you love to grill your pierogies. They're coming up soon too. But uh, no, I, I was, uh, I was amazed that uh, just some folks had just like wheeled in and parked, and there they go. And then in front of them, it, it was, it was like I was trying to guess how far back I would end up when the show. Actually started because when the MC came out to introduce everybody, then I, I stood up kind of and I just counted. I says, "Well, I wasn't the third row, and now I, I seem to be at least 15, 16 rows back." <laughs> it was, well, it's a popular event. Carl. It is, and I and I expect Clinton Park uh, right here to to have many many people enjoying that uh, the well, Buffalo Philharmonic. We can watch it from the studio here. By the way, our, our anniversary here where we do the broadcast from April 1st, 5th anniversary, we managed to uh, 
survive the shutdowns from COVID and so forth, and I won't self-patronize the, the name of the place, but by golly, you know, fifth anniversary, and, and uh, we're, we're happy to be here in this facility and with these great views, so some very cool stuff. It's, it's a nice location, and it's, it serves us very well, and yourself and your, uh, your small business enterprise. Uh, I wanted to mention, uh, if I didn't, that the City of Tonawana Arts Board uh, is doing the Garden Walk. So if you want to get a hold of them to apply or to find out how to apply for your home and garden to be visited, it's uh, one word, cityoftonawandaartsboard.com. All common spellings, cityoftonawandaartsboard.com. We have tons more stuff, but we have come to the end of our weekly broadcast. So we, we've done the timely stuff. We'll save some more for next week's broadcast. We'll keep you guessing at what that might be, but... Carl, I always ask for your pearls of wisdom before we put a bow on an episode. What is What are Carl's words of the week? Be kind to everybody because you don't know what somebody might be going through. And, of course, a smile on their face is only on the exterior. They might not be smiling inside. Humanity. Humanity. I'm going to finish up by just saying we're, we'll continue to keep the events in Eastern Europe and our thoughts and, and our prayers and hope for a peaceful and uh, quick resolution to the challenges that humanity seems to be facing on a massive scale every day. So uh, I'm Frank. Thank you for uh, tuning in once again. I'm Carl, and stay safe.